Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Um, last week when we talked about the Jericho thing, Abby, I'll just be a few minutes. So, Last week when we talked about the Jericho thing, and there is, I think what he was talking about, a white elephant in the room. Justin, did you bring that up? The white elephant in the room of this story is Rahab. She's the prostitute. And before they crossed in to take Jericho, before the walls went down, they sent in two more spies, just the way they did before. They, they love sending spies, right? They sent in two spies. And these two spies actually go to the house of the prostitute, Rahab. And they saw him go in there. They knew they were Israelites. You see, as Christians, we shouldn't see things the way the world sees things. And I'm going to try to make this just as quick as I can and make my point here. Um, When you see somebody go into the house of a prostitute, what do you think they're going to do? I'm trying to keep this PG, so just bear with me here, right? And yet Rahab actually helped them out. Now, Rahab, we don't really know... Was Rahab doing this by choice or their culture back at those times? Rahab might have been said, you're going to be her and you're going to do a service for our people. This is the culture that they had. We don't really know a lot about Rahab's past. But if you saw two Christians walk into a house like that, the world would think one way and you would think that exact same way. And we got to stop that. We really do. It's like that Justin's vest has this um, FTW. Did he mention that? Maybe I should just point that out, huh? This is, the, this is how the world sees this. Everybody know what that means? I'm not going to say it. But is that what you see as a Christian? Is that what you see? You go right for those things. You go right for the things that the world sees. And this is what they're going to... I thought maybe I blew up or something. Rahab simply helped those men out. And she actually said, Your God is the God of heaven above and on the earth below. Immediately you could tell that she really had this belief and this faith. And we don't see her that way. We really don't. In fact, every time she's spoken of, she's got this label. Do you realize what she did was she hung out the red rope and let them down, and she was supposed to keep that red rope hanging out that window, so when they came and took over Jericho, they would spare her. That was the sign. Just like in Passover, where there's blood around the corner of the jams. When they saw the scarlet rope, she was going to be spared. You realize Rahab is you and me. We haven't done everything right, but yet God will spare us. Rahab actually turns out to be the great-great-grandmother of King David. And that also makes Rahab an ancestor to Jesus Christ. You see, the world saw her one way, and I'm afraid that you do too when you read this, when actually she's the one that set all this in place. We need to stop seeing people the way the world sees people. We need to stop seeing things 
the way the people see things. We need to stop seeing Rahab as a prostitute and see what God saw in her. There's good out there. And regardless of what you see on somebody's vest or something, you can judge all day long, but you better not start drawing a conclusion because you don't really know because you're not looking at somebody the way that God looks at them. Rahab could have very well been a slave to the Canaanites that said, this is what you're going to do. And she only wanted to find a way. Was that part of his message too? She found a way by helping these two spies that came and actually set into motion God's people taking what God had for them. We need to stop looking at the world the way that the world looks at the world. We need to stop looking at that. We need to start looking at the world the way that God looks at the world. We need to start looking at people the way that God looks at people. Not the way they're labeled, not what their past is, nothing like that at all, because that's not what God sees. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That's what Jesus said. But yet we act like we're of the world. We talk like we're of the world. We see other people as though they're part of the world, and they're not. Jesus also said, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that they take them out of the world, but that they protect them from the evil one that they are not of this world even as I am not of this world. Stop looking at things the way the world looks at them and start looking at them the way that Jesus looks at them. And I'm I'm huge on this. We need to start acting this way. Rahab's heart changed. We don't know when. We don't know how. But she actually was doing the will of God. And she's mentioned many times in the Bible and she's still labeled that way. We don't have to be labeled that way anymore. Rahab doesn't need to be labeled that way. She found the way. It's not about the place she was at. It's not the building. It's that she changed. Her mindset changed. The people looked at her differently. This is what changes. It doesn't matter where you're from, what you've done, where you're going to go when you leave this place. It's about your heart. And if we quit looking at people the way the world looks at people and start looking at them like God looks at them, you'll see just how good Rahab was. She may have been a slave to somebody else, but she doesn't have to be a slave to fear. And you don't have to be afraid of your past anymore either. We are the Rahabs. We have not done everything right. Jesus Christ is going to spare us if we turn our hearts, turn our minds, turn our ways to go the other way. You don't have to be a slave to your past. You don't have to be a slave to the fear of that. Each one of us in here has some sort of a past. Maybe some are worse than others, and maybe you're labeled by that. And I I know a lot of you well enough. I probably better not look at anybody specific, but you used to do this, and you used to do that, and you used to do that, and you used to do that, and Rahab the prostitute should not be called that anymore. Why do we? Why do we call people like this? We won't let them forget. Maybe they've had a heart change. Maybe things have just gone bad for them in the past, and now they're not. And we won't let it go. 
We're even going to label them this way. Well, I got news for you. You don't have to be known for that anymore. Rahab should now be looked at as the great-great-grandmother of King David. Can you imagine being Rahab, doing the right thing? She stopped what she was doing. This is all in Joshua chapter 2. Go read it. It's awesome. She takes the spies. She hides them out. She does God's will. And, of course, the guys saw the Israelites go in there like, uh, they're visiting our Rahab. What do you think we should do with them? Well, of course, the way that the world would look at him, well, they're visiting Rahab. Trying to keep it PG. But they weren't. They were actually doing the will of God. You can do. Start right here, right now. And don't let anybody label you anymore. When Rahab became a grandmother and her grandson became the king, King David, you think she was still called Rahab the prostitute? I hope not. Because she's actually an ancestor of our Christ. Why don't we call her that? Oh no, we're still going to call her prostitute, right? Just like everybody else in here. Uh, I better not start naming names, right? You don't have to be a slave to that anymore. Go from this place. And be this new creation. The old is gone. The new is here. That other person is gone. And if you act that way, maybe other people will too. But you know what? Don't be a slave to that fear. Because you and I both know that Rahab turned out to be real good. And so do we. Let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for the people that you put in our past. Thank you for the lessons you give us as we go through life. Thank you for the relationships that we have, and we want to make sure to see them the way that you see them, not the way the world sees them. God, open our eyes to what you see. Open our hearts to what you feel. Open our ears to what you hear. And don't let us fall into that trap of treating and being part of this world. It's in your son's beautiful, awesome name. Amen.